2: Hey everybody, welcome trap yeah.
3: trap to hook them, to Everybody,
4: <laughs> Uh
1: Oh, God. Uh, people, <laughs> we, have, we have Greg Wilson. We have, we have Ween Dog. What's up? Uh, man, I was, I was complaining about uh, – I was having – not look, I love my wife. I got the best wife I could get possibly. But times are hard for couples right now if you live together, especially if you're a comic and you're used to being on the road. And right now the road is my living – it's my couch. You know, like it used to be the road was another state. Now it's like I can't even leave my house. And I got into an argument with my wife because my dog is like – first of all, the dog is from the ex-girlfriend, so she's already – so there's always always that. (laughs) So there's always a bit of – there's already a bit of
3: prejudice there.
1: And then the dog is now like 14 years old. It bit my kid. It bit my – it bit her It bit it can't see it's shitting everywhere it was used as bait for pit bull fighting so i have a soft spot for it it's walking into the, the cat litter It doesn't know where it is and it's it's on it's on its last limb and but but it's shitting everywhere and peeing everywhere and and my wife's and then I'm on, if i'm on the road she has to take care of it and i'm like what do you want me to do i'm not gonna give the dog the vet told me the dog can still be okay the vet said that can keep the dog alive so i'm staying 400 a month on medic medicine for it
4: Oof.
1: at least keep this dog alive and i'm like what do you want me to do you know so i don't know anyway i know what she wants you to do <laughs> yeah, yeah it's pretty obvious <laughs>
5: <laughs> and i gotta tell you i'm not entirely not on her side i see issue. both sides I, I can see and, both sides yeah exactly and i can see both sides too but there is a humane aspect. You know, I've seen this before, and I'm not saying this is necessarily the, the case with you, Adam, but I've seen it before where owners love their dogs too much to put them down, and so instead they let them suffer, that, and to the outside way. looking in, it, it, now, again, I'm not saying that's you, I, I, no, I, I was I, 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 I lost it, uh, oh. and then it was. Just, you know, but it was to your point, what you were saying earlier, you know, I used to say it all the time. I was like, we're so lucky in that, you know, being comedians, we have these natural breaks built into our job description. You know, I mean, no matter what, it's like, all right, see ya. You know, and then you, whenever you go away, you miss your wife so much. And you get to, it's like, it, it's like this constant refresher that you get to go on. And then, and now we don't have that. And now we're just on top of each other 24 seven. And and it is stressful for, for all couples. I mean, I, you know, the whole reason I went to Vegas the other weekend was because we reached that point you know, of the pandemic where everything I said was driving my wife crazy. Like every single thing, like I'd be, I I would be like summer and they would just be like, what? And I was like, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta, you need a break from the noise. I dig
2: it. I'm out. You know, and it was, and it helped. It was really, it was was a great reset.
1: I got up at eight at six in the morning for the baby. Went back to bed at eight. She thinks she thinks going to bed, waking up at nine is sleeping in and then but it's but but I'm and also, again for
5: regular people it is but
1: for comedians that's, I'm also that's doing two like, hours early and I'm that's also two doing, hours early for the podcast and I'm doing shows at night so it's like yeah the day is is, is like completely stretched out anyway let's talk about fighting cuz i know that i i fucking i'm not getting divorced i love my wife she's great it's just fucking hard it's hard on everybody
3: i don't know why I'm everybody even talking, dude i
1: don't know why i'm even talking everybody about i know i'm going to get fucking comments from people uh for, but whatever try my hardest and then she books a fucking hotel in Vegas this week. I'm going I'm going to Toothless Tom's wedding this Saturday. Uh, and she books a hotel without Who is Who is Toothless Tom? Tom,
3: Tom, Tom Glitchio?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then she books a hotel that doesn't have dogs. So now what do I so now what do I do? So that seems pretty deliberate. Well I know but now now that's, we know, that's, that's actually very sneaky like got us the hotel oh we can't bring the dog it won't be
5: no keeping
4: we're keeping
1: my baby at my dad's uh I mean no no I mean the nanny's coming to watch the baby but the nanny refuses to watch the dog because it's bitten her and then uh and then I'm not going to keep the dog at my dad's cuz God forbid he gets covid from walking him you know so now I just killed my the dog killed off my father you know so it's like
3: Fuck. You could drop know. the dog at a doggy hotel. There's plenty yeah. of those in LA. Yeah, right. No, but I don't think they're—I don't think they're operating right now. Really? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Anyway, I don't. I know. think they're part of the whole. You know. All right, let's talk about. I don't know. I, I'm not for sure, but because there's one right on the Brea, and it doesn't look like it's been open in months. So that's, but that's the depth of my knowledge on that. And, and uh, yeah, you're in the, a you're the
1: pickle, buddy. No, my ex you're got this dog, did no fucking research on it. It was missing an ear. Then we take it to the dog fucking park. It attacks every dog by the throat. I realize it's a bait dog for pit bull fighting. Then she's like, I can't take care of him because they're going to, because he keeps biting everybody and they're going to kill him and yada, yada. I'm like, I'll take him. She gets another dog that looks just like him. Just to fucking, just to piss. Like she gets a nice version of him. I mean, clearly, you should have married the dog, and then she dated Anthony Jeselnik. I mean, <laughs> that's the anyway, one so. you're to. <laughs> I know that's what my wife says. She's like, she goes, "You guys, I'm getting a." She's like, "You guys could go, uh, you know, see together and stuff. I don't know, whatever. She's like, "I thought he'd be dead by now." She keeps saying that. I don't know. But I'm anyway. happy
4: here.
3: I'm happy pinned got into the North Hollywood Film Festival. That's badass. Yeah,
1: man, that's great. Yeah in uh, the uh, Studio City Film Festival. All right, McCorkle, how are you? Doing all right, man. I was just thinking
0: when Greg, actually two things. One, um, all your wife wants to know is that the, you that she is more important than the dog. That's all you have to make sure she knows. And yeah. then she'll be cool. Make sure you know she knows that you would sacrifice that dog and eat it raw if it made her happy. And then she'll be cool. And then secondly- and then do it. Um, <laughs> secondly, uh, Greg was saying, you know, like couples need to break from each other. Uh, so stand-up works out. This actually works out for Brandon Schaub because- this covid thing has given his uh, his fans a break from Brendan Shaw. Thank you. Thank it's you. been Karen. really nice for them that not
1: have to pretend like he's funny anymore.
4: Uh, that's
0: one. I'm just going to keep tally this week.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. I know I know I know. I have, that's that, what
5: my wife says. That's one. Yeah.
1: That's exactly what she says. And she is the number one priority in my life. She really You is. know, you
5: know what's his name keeps keeps track of all the cup checks uh during the UFC fights? Yeah. I'm going to keep track of
1: all the, the shop checks. All right. Let's oh, one. good one. one, no, one good one. That's Another one. one, good one. I, I, I took my wife to the zoo. let yeah, my wife and, and the baby to the zoo. And and, the, and my wife, the, the baby kept saying, let's see elephants. And then, like, she kept pointing to the cages and goes, look, elephant. But there were, like, these huge people in front of the thing. Oh, uh, no. no. like <laughs> <laughs> – I was like, you're like, not- Shh, that's the joke we make at home, honey.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's like, all that's right.
1: a home joke. Let's talk about uh, Corey Sanhagen. Man, he proved Woo. me wrong. He proved me
5: wrong. Proved me wrong too, boy. I, you know, it's a testament to, to to. I mean, this the the length thing. I mean, I I don't know if it started. It kind of started. I mean, John Jones was really the guy that like. You're like, wow, this length can make such a huge difference in these divisions. And you saw it again uh, on Saturday with Sandhagen. I mean, wow, Marais couldn't get
1: to him. That wheel kick also. Now, I mean, how do you prepare for that, Sean? Since you're the only fighter here. (laughs) Just pray to God it doesn't happen. That's what no one (laughs) – nobody can defend that, man. No one sees that coming. That's
0: that's, – that's out of a movie, you know what I mean? Like, you just don't see it coming, man. That's what I was thinking. It's like,
1: you know what's crazy about fighting? It's like there are times you can do everything right, but still lose, and, yeah. that, and, and that's one of the saddest things. I mean, like, even, like, the Ben Askren versus Masvidal, like, he did not know there was a flying knee coming in five seconds. Like, like, right. like granted, I mean, look, looking back in hindsight, maybe Askren should have realized, hey, don't start every single fight. Just put your head down sort of coming, <laughs> you know. But it worked 18 out of 18 times before that, you know. So, but how, how many times when you're sparring do you guys throw that in sparring?
0: None if they don't want to get beat up. Um, you know, I heard a story about uh, Matt McTrail notorious for sparring too hard, and he was going to spar with, um, what's his name, Overeem, when, when he was on a bunch of steroids, so most of his career. Um, but, no, he was uh, he was going <laughs> to spar with Overeem, and I knew it was going to go badly because Overeem was known for sparring too hard, and Matt was known for sparring too hard. So Matt calls me, goes, dude, you ain't going to believe what happened. I said, let me guess, you hit Overeem or kicked him too hard, he got mad and beat you up. And he goes, wait, did somebody already tell you? I said, no, I just know you and I know him, you know. And I guess Matt. Matt's telling me, he said, yeah, I, I inside leg kicked him. Okay, maybe a little too hard, maybe twice, maybe three, four, five times, whatever. He said too hard, but he goes, all of a sudden, over him's throwing spinning back fists, spinning wheel kicks, knees with no pads, you know, into my ribs, stuff like that, and end up hurting Matt. But, uh, yeah, nobody does anything stupid like that unless they want to get beat up for real, man, and sparring.
1: So. So, but if guys aren't doing that in sparring, then how are you going
0: to prepare for it in a fight? just hope to God they're not slick enough to pull it off because that doesn't work. I mean, that's not going to work 99 times out of 100, man. That right? Yeah, perfect. usually that's
5: going to miss the target. Yeah,
0: perfect timing, perfect balance. The guy happened to hold his, his ankle weird and oh, weird no, angles, we, you know, we, like –
1: Well, we, know we, I mean? we, we haven't even got to that one yet. We're talking about the first one, the first spinning wheel kick with uh, Morass versus uh, Sandhagen. Oh, I thought you were talking about the one where the guy caught his leg and he's – No, we'll just, get to that next.
5: No, that's the superhero kick, man. That shit yeah, doesn't even exist. Right, well, well, mean, yeah, right, let's yeah. get
1: to that. See – now, they kept saying how uh, Impa um, always has – like he's he's brand new at fighting, he's newer, he's newer, hasn't taken so much damage, he's newer, he's newer, he's green. Is that – holding on to that kick as long as he did and not throwing it to the side, is that something a green fighter would do? Uh, I think it's something anybody
0: would do to start kick like that before, but I bet you see it a lot less now, like the guys have seen it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like uh, – when Conor McGregor had a movement coach, nobody had one until he started winning fights, and all of a sudden, everybody's playing grab ass in the park with a guy with a ponytail. You know, or maybe that was just me. But yeah. um, I should have said Brendan Schaub there, but I didn't want to jump the count up too quick. Um, but no, it's a, <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, it's a, That's two. It two. counts. It counts. <laughs> two. It counts. But, yeah
0: it's a, No, I mean you can't see that coming, but I bet guys, guys will try it now more, just like John John Jones spinning elbows. You know like he was the first one to start doing that and people are like, man, that does work, you know, so then everybody started doing it. And then uh, Gustafson got him with one, you know, it's just a uh, evolution of the game, man. You're going to start seeing more and more stuff. And you remember back in the day, a wheel kick never happened, ever. You know what I mean? Let alone twice in the same night. I mean, nobody, Cain Velasquez landed that one on um, Travis Brown. Um, and that's one of the only ones I'd ever seen, you know what I mean? That, that was successful like that. So it's, uh, it's going to happen more and more, uh, I think, as the sport evolves. Man, guys are – Actually, it's weird. Guys are getting scary good. And at the same time, I was watching those fights the other night thinking, man, I could have beat up three of these guys in the same night back when I was fighting. Like some of these guys, whoever the guy was that got taken down, not to kick him while he's down, but he got taken down and just turtled up and laid there and wait to get finished. I guess he was a kickboxer. I was thinking, man, why could I not ever fight anyone like that when I was in the UFC? Somebody who doesn't have any idea what to do once it goes to the ground. Like I didn't think those guys
4: existed anymore.
1: Well, the other guy was like, I think it was Tom Breeze, the guy that Tom Breeze fought. Yeah, he was like, yeah, a, he yeah. was like a, a like a negative five hundred favorite. When yeah. like that, you're like, uh, okay. What? Like, what is this, Bellator? Yeah, something's a little odd here. Yeah, um, that uh, Bular guy. I'll tell you who um, I kind of felt bad for because he was a friend of our show, like here on the show, but I don't understand his, his game planning it was Maquan Amir Khani against Barbosa. He defender. did not look good. It seemed like the only shot he had of winning that fight was wrestling and taking him down, but yet he wanted to get into a kickboxing fight with one of the best kickboxers in MMA, I think. It seems like Barboza is up there. What, what was he thinking? It looked like two different weight <laughs> divisions to me, man.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. Some of these guys, I, I don't get it, man. And like I said, I'm not, I wasn't the greatest fighter, man, but I for sure – wasn't going to stand up and fight Mark Hunt standing up. You know what I mean? Like I even said in my free fight interview, he better not try to stand up with me. And when Errol hunt asked me why. I said, because <laughs> I'm not like trying to get beat up in front of my friends and family, you know? Right. Um, you know, like it's, um, But some of these guys, I know I fought Christian Moorcraft who out-wrestled me, was stronger than me. I mean, he fought really good. He fights Matt Mitreone, stands with him the whole time, gets knocked out. Fights Pat Berry, stands with him the whole time, gets knocked out. And I asked him after, I was like, dude, what? Did, like you took me down, slammed me. Out wrestled me. I'm a better wrestler than either one of those guys. And he goes, "I just wanted to prove I could stand up with him." And I'm like, uh, "Okay, well you, you proved you couldn't." You know what I mean? So I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't get it. people learn. I'll tell you. Also, what I, it was funny, like the Tony Kelly fight. Who I'm happy Tony Kelly won because I used to watch him on that MTV show. It was a show called Caged back in the day. It was like a, it lasted one year. The two of the guys uh, Matt Schnell and this kid Tony Kelly in the UFC, which is cool to see. But he fought this guy Ali Askwali. And it was one of those well, yeah.
3: What What is it? It looks like it's Al, Ka- Al Casey. Oh,
1: Al Casey, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, now wh- it was one of those things where it was a, it was a great fight. They were going at it. At the end of the fight, Ali went to hug him, and the guy's like, "Get the fuck off me!" And he wanted to keep fighting him. And then another guy's like, "All right, fine, let's fight again." Which is like always weird to me when guys just like go at it for <coughs> few minutes and then at the end embrace like their best friends. And I'm like, how come? I, I'd expect more more times that or not that, that there would be like, get the fuck off me. You just punch me in the face for 15 minutes. So it's nice to actually see that happen, even though it was bad sportsmanship. Technically. Well, it, no, no. But see, that's the thing. I don't think he went to hug him. He went and like smacked him on
5: the chest. I guess he was like being exuberant, like great fight. But he basically yeah. got in a late shot. Are you you know that it, and, and that was what Tony was like. Hey, you don't get to fucking hit me again. Fights Bye. over dumb fuck. That's what it was. <laughs> it's like I just beat your ass, and now you're gonna take a free one on me and act
1: like great job. Fuck you. I was with Tony Kelly on that. I you thought that were? was dirty and stupid. I thought he was just tr- kind of trying to celebrate, like yeah, we did it, blah blah blah. But, but we it, didn't. Fuck you. We didn't do shit. I beat you. Fuck you. But then when the, it's always funny sometimes when like they're like somebody. Like, I think it was pretty obvious he lost, although it was kind of close. Like, like when they raise the guy's hand and the other guy thinks he won, when it was, like, 30-27, yeah. hey, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That
4: was,
1: I mean, one guy – Who was just, that? I, I think – i I'm waiting for the guy who gets knocked out to think he wins. That would, that would be yeah. kind of funny, like, to be like, come on, man, like, after he gets – like, you might as well go all the way with it. You know, like, just the guy who <laughs> – the guy who taps, but still yeah, he's cook. like, "I'm awake now. I'm awake. I'm right here. I'm awake now." Like, holy shit! I tell you who looked good was uh, Tracy Cortez. Um, yeah, she really bullied that other gal. Great. And uh, you know, Tracy came to my show. She's a beautiful girl. She's he girl. is. She's pretty. And and is it good because I was making fun of her. Like when I was on stage, I was like, "Well, I didn't recognize you without your clothes on," and and like just a whole, you know, I just kept because she was taking these like you know, OnlyFans. Not I'm not only fans. She was taking these cut these like pictures that show her butt and this and that. And like I kept making fun of her during the show and she was a good sport. She had like thirteen Mexican family members with her. They were all they were all cool. And like her boyfriend who seemed like a nice guy too. Good wrestler. Um but it's crazy that, like her background is just having Three tough brothers, it seemed like, or two tough yeah. brothers that just beat her up. I guess when you're like, because uh, I guess they're, they're both fighters. One of them, rest in peace, died of cancer, which, which is horrible. He was a fighter, and that really inspires her. But I guess when you're like the little sister and your brothers are all fighters, you're, you're, you're like going to get tough. It seemed yeah. like that was her her background was just like little little sister strength or little brother strength. It seems like that seems to be a lot. A lot of times we, we talk to fighters, we're like, what's your background? We're like, well, my brother beat the shit out of me my whole life. And uh, now I'm a good fighter.
3: John Jones, perfect example. Yeah.
1: Well, he wrestled in high school and, and you know, in college. But I don't think she even did any kind of wrestling or karate. Like, I guess she started MMA at, like, 12 or 13 with just MMA lessons.
0: She didn't even Adam told that. me the most surprising thing was that she was Mexican and only had two brothers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. That's what Adam told me. In this uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> in, in Bellator, Tim Johnson beat Congo um bellator here's what they did they had a it was at 8 30 in the morning was the undercard then they had more fights then they took a two-hour intermission and then had the the next fights in france i don't know what like i tried to watch it i couldn't watch it when somebody like and then like some of the prelims were on youtube some were on CAES sports i'm playing i'm paying for DAZN. a month. I'm not even sure why. I mean, I can't, it's not even going to be on the zone or if it is, I don't even know if it's on. What? Do they not have $6 for commercials? I mean, can they not just, (laughs) even if it's anybody, a guy telling you like Dana White makes these like vlogs where he goes, here's the deal. We're going to have, they don't have one person to just tell me what time to watch the fights. (laughs) Like, like why are, what's going on, Greg,
3: they should just move to a cam soda exclusively. <laughs> like fight circus like you know <laughs> just go to like pornhub or something and just stream your fight cam
5: soda you know, like It i'm on like where have i heard of cam soda it that's right that's dope. one of those free cam sites is that what it yeah.
4: Is? yeah so yeah. uh
1: so joe i want you to pull up so i guess um israel versus john jones the, the smack talk got really dark um because i guess he it got into john jones's dead mother or something and then uh <sighs> And then Israel said he doesn't feel bad about it because they're from Nigeria and and uh, they don't have feelings or something. I I want you to get. I'm I'm paraphrasing, but it got into a really weird, like the comedy We went from like we we went from uh, I don't know Yo Mama to Stanhope here. Uh, it got really. What
3: do you want me to pull up?
1: Uh, Listen, a smack talk between. Josh, or just post a
3: post a link in the chat in the Zoom chat. The chat's disabled. The
1: I, don't even, I don't even. have the link.
3: <laughs> I just want to find it. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: just want to, to find
0: it. Well, what was it true that Doug Stanhope's been dying for like 20 years?
1: Somebody told me he'll be like, "Yeah, I got
0: my rib, I got a hernia for like 18 years straight now, or something." I
4: don't
1: know. Like. When I was on Last Comic Standing, I, I, back in you know back in the day, I got a, a MySpace message from Doug Stanhope <laughs> saying these cunts, and I'm just like, "Uh oh." <laughs> so then. I, I never talked to this guy in my life, right? So I, I open it and it says, these cunts told me you took my joke. I, I watched your joke. Um, it's obviously, we have a similar premise, but you didn't take my joke. So if anybody tells you that you took my joke, give them my number and give them my email and I will, and I will defend you. And I was like, uh, oh, All right. I was like, sure, man. Like, thank you. And then every night for like three months, I got drunk messages from him. He became like pen pals. He gave me like how much he hates Nancy Grace. And, and just kept going. His thoughts about, about comics, about politics. And then I was like, hey, man, I'd love to one day open up for you. He goes, that will never happen. He goes, that's why we'll be friends <laughs> Hey, at least he was
5: honest with you. Most of us <laughs> lying or like, hey, yeah, right. I'll think about it. You know, sure. At some
1: point, I'm trying. And then he would be like, Quit shadow boxing, you homo. Because I was like shadow boxing <laughs> on the video. <laughs> you know, I was watching today,
0: man. I was randomly watching YouTube videos because I've got nothing to do all day. Um, but uh, I was watching when Artie Lang and Andrew Dice Clay got in an argument on uh, Howard Stern. Did you guys see that? No. When, uh, Artie Lang had opened for Dice, I guess, or whatever, and only got paid five grand. And then he was a week late paying him or something. They got fighting. It was one of the funniest things ever, man. I was cracking up because they're just agging it on, starting just agging on, trying to get them mad and mad at each other, you know? And then at one point, they were going to
1: fight. It was out of control. So they would meet each other and fight in LA. Artie Lang was always, an, always been like a nicest guy to com- comedians. Like nothing, really? you can't say anything bad about that guy. Like he's always been a nice person and taking care of comics. Just a good person.
3: By the way, I have the, I have the trash talk. If you turn on screen sharing, I will show you the trash okay. talk between John Jones and Izzy. All right, let's see it. All right, here we go so i'm not sure i guess it starts right here john jones says i'm curious to hear what his father tells him when he asks about fighting me i wonder if his father believes he's ready eugene definitely doesn't and then he is he comes back and says my pops already told me how i beat you trust me he knows your mom would be disappointed in who you've become and then just Ugh. continues and- Oof. It's just, I mean, because it's weird because John Jones is supposed to go to heavyweight, right? And now he's picking a fight with someone who is a weight class below 205. I don't think so, he's the fight, though. What's that? I, I don't think he's picking the fight. You think it's Izzy?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. So
3: um, he just goes on. If was John Jones,
1: I would have said my mom would be
0: jealous of those kitties you got, Izzy. That's what I'm <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, then, and then he accused him of, of running underneath the octagon, I guess, remember when, uh, or in practice when Usada came. And John admits to, to hiding underneath the cage. Yeah, he finally like, admitted it on to it. it on cocaine, get it straight. No, he said he smoked a blunt. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. That's and what it was. that's Are what right. it was.
3: Are we that's believing true. that? Are we believing the but blunt that, story?
1: Is he, like, <laughs> photoshopped <laughs> a bunch of, like, like, like pharmaceutical pills, steroids popping out, like, that picture? Of him huh. I was going to say, the
5: blunt was probably too, true. It just wasn't the only thing that right. was true. <laughs>
1: it was the most recent thing
5: that was <laughs> true.
4: true.
1: I mean... Look, John Jones, you got to give him respect because he has the same gameplay in and out of the octagon, hit and run, (laughs) boom! (laughs) All right, so so, here we go from Twitter, two
5: (laughs) thousand nineteen. Adam Hunter plays his hits.
1: (laughs) Hey, that's a great joke. Fuck you! All right, it is a
5: great joke. It is a great joke. It's just an Adam classic.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. All right. So, by the way, Chris Weidman wants Israel Adesanya uh, to what? To meet him for breakfast or? Because it can't be for a
5: fight. I don't think anyone's gonna make that fight.
1: Um, I don't know. If Weidman gets one more win, I could see it over a really good appointment. If he fights Luke Rockhold again, he beats Luke Rockhold. I say maybe do it. Right now, it doesn't look good. Um, but, but I don't know. I'm definitely gonna root for Chris Weidman. I'm going I want Chris Weidman to win that fight. But I don't know if it's gonna happen. Um, Weidman and Weidman from
0: 2013 could probably win that. I don't think now, man. I don't know. Uh... I don't yeah. see it now, but 2013 Weidman uh, was, looked unbeatable to me.
1: Maybe in UFC 4, the video game, but I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't see it. And now uh, Conor McGregor says that Poirier picked him to fight him because he's a southpaw, and he eventually wants him to fight. Uh, he eventually wants to fight Manny Pacquiao, who's a southpaw. So he's getting ready for Pacquiao by fighting Poirier. Uh, that's a weird theory because – He's going to be training a lot more. I mean, if he wants it ready for Pacquiao, why not just fight it like a southpaw? I mean, in uh, boxing. I guess, well, I I, that's just kind of a strange. Do you think there's any truth to that, McCorkle? No, I think he's just – I don't know what, Conor, man.
0: It's, uh, from the text he leaked, it looks like he's just unhappy with the way everything is right now. Like, I want to fight in L.A. I want it to be a sold-out show. I want – like, you can't change the world the way it is right now, man. Like, I, I don't think he wants to fight in an empty stadium and uh but i don't think he wants to uh wait to fight so it's like you got to choose one or the other maybe he's just staying relevant in the meantime but i hope uh whenever whatever this is about goes off i think he'll fight he'll probably fight four or five times that year whenever the covid lockdown's off i would think man or if they start having him somewhere with a crowd but but i heard and i don't know if it's true i heard he gets a percentage of ticket sales and everything now not just pay-per-view you know merchandising and yeah. everything when they have one of his events when he fights so I'm sure he wants to wait till there's a you know twelve or fifteen million dollar gate to get his percentage on it. You know,
1: so. I bet he. I bet he does want to fight um, Pacquiao, though. I guess he wanted to fight Pacquiao. Oh I, yeah, for yeah for what he could make. Yeah, for sure. I, I would box buy I'd buy Tyson
0: in his prime for a million dollars, let alone $100 million, You know, really. Yeah, what what's he going to do? Knock me out? Like, okay. I was going to say, dollars. I'll box him for $100 million. Fuck, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Take me I, would, I, would would a, I would fight a Pitbull or a Rottweiler for $100 million. Literally, yeah. like, just whatever happens, happens.
1: Now, would Greg Fry fight Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> like Tyson would be the last person,
6: I'd be the last person he'd ever see. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you think you could beat Tyson? Ties go down so hard, I would beat him there, but then he would follow me. <laughs> so, <laughs> It'd be a classic Rocky-style double knockout. I'd knock him out, but then, of course, my knee would just give out, and I'd collapse.
1: So tomorrow night on UFC Fight Pass, oh, no, October uh, 14th. Is that Thursday, October 14th? Uh, John Goding, that is tomorrow.
5: That is tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow night, John Gotti third is fighting in CES. He's undefeated. Now is this one of those kids from growing up Gotti? No, I think it's like one no, of Oh, I wish. I think it's like one of their kids. I, I'm not sure what he's he is John uh, uh you know, related to John Gotti, obviously. Yeah, he's
0: he's actually John. I actually talked to him, I know him a little bit. Um he is uh John Gotti Jr.'s son. So like Gotti Jr. that was the he was gonna take over for the main for the real the famous John Gotti. Yeah the guy that ran the mob
1: for a little bit. It's his uh like third son, I believe. So wow. Mm. So
4: yeah. Mm. So,
1: uh he's he's underrated. um now i'm not sure uh if, if you beat him what happens to you he's got a squad of
0: about 300 guys to show up from new york to his fight so i, I definitely wouldn't want to be the other guy
1: <laughs> yeah he, he he's fighting sammy the bull the fourth
5: uh <laughs> on, um, <laughs> <laughs> well and that's the thing like if you do beat him then basically the only way out of there is to pull a Khabib and just go right out into the crowd
1: and just fight your way out of the building it's like, ah! it's like in a, what's that movie it's like a, a Bronx Tale it's like now you just can't leave they yeah, the <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. but he's good I mean the guy he's 5-0 oh. um, he can fight
0: he can fight man I've said he's seen his fights he, he can fight that kid ain't no joke man
1: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that he'll be the, I'd say he'll be in the UFC another year prior too. He'll get a shot. So. Wow, that that yeah. that
1: that's be big for the UFC. I mean, for a, so a lot where, of reasons. Where's inviting
5: right? tomorrow? What is what is it like? A state fairground or what?
1: No. It's called CES. Um, it's in like Rhode Island, I believe. Yeah, it's so in Rhode Island. Somewhere. And then uh, and then we'll get into the the Bellator. It's at the
5: Consumer Electronics Expert? <laughs> 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 wow, so. Is he fighting virtually, or is he fighting a robot?
1: He'd Go to, pick
0: you up a Blu-ray player and see
1: a fight. He's fighting at the Staten Island Mall. Uh, so, all right. Now, we got Kevin Kroom here, by the way. Kevin Kroom, the hard-hitting hillbilly. This kid, made, he's got, he made it to the UFC. He's got a record of 22-12. and 12. Now, this guy's got a story and a half. You had $64 in your account before your last fight. You won it in 30 seconds and you got $50,000. Congratulations, by the way.
7: Heck yeah. First of all, um, it was 31 seconds. 31 seconds. Time.
1: Right, right. 31 seconds. Uh, <laughs> now, you, now, now, did you spend the money yet? Because I heard your sister said you
7: were going to make it rain. Yeah, technically, I haven't even got the money yet. So <laughs> it, wow. it, takes, it, it takes a little while to get the bonus money. I've gotten paid for my purse. But I have not got the bonus yet. And, yes, I am going to make it rain for sure. Like On who? Uh, myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everybody else.
1: Good for <laughs> you, man. Good for you. Now, you're a guy, man, you took the hard road. You started uh, off your career 0-2. So all you, know. you fighters out there that are 0-2, 0-3, <laughs> you could still make the UFC. Okay? Yeah. Now, this guy is living proof. Your first two fights did not go well. You got stopped in the first and in the second. What kept you going?
7: Uh, Man, uh, I knew I was good. And, I mean, even up until, shoot, a couple years ago, man, like I had known that I I was better than what I was showing, you know. Um, uh, With those first two fights, man, just – took the wrong fights i just didn't know anything i've always had more balls than brains uh didn't have like good management nothing i took a fight versus a kid who was five and oh for my first pro fight like not not smart you know like i mean i i just always wanted to be the baddest motherfucker in the room and just wanted to scrap and like whatever and and i didn't care about wins and losses for a while you know and uh, but yeah, we, we, it paid Sounds off. That was like my comedy career. <laughs> How much Adderall did you take today, by the way?
1: Uh, so, me? Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, well, um, I, need, uh, I
7: need some. I got a house to
4: clean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, now, you also fought
7: Justin Gaethje in his first fight. Uh, yeah, man. He, he, he body slammed you. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much. Pretty much. He picked me up and slammed me. I had him in an arm bar, and he, uh, yeah, he, he KO'd me via arm bar. But that's but that's pretty badass. I mean uh Yeah, I mean I took that fight uh uh on three days notice, a weight class up. He didn't make weight, not that it would have changed anything had he made weight, you know what I mean? He still yeah, still yeah. would have been the same outcome. Uh yeah, I mean obviously like I had like a bullshit ass flip phone with no Google. There's you know what I mean I couldn't look these people up. I'm just taking fights because I like to fight, you know. I love that man, <laughs> dude. You are you are you are the, the hero we need right now. But <laughs> Now I'm glad you learned your
1: lesson though, because you took your last fight on 24 hour fucking notice,
4: and yeah.
7: you didn't know who you were fighting when you got on the plane. Well, it, oh, I got to I got to the plane and then I found out. But yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and and uh, I mean it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Like I've I've waited my whole life for this, so it didn't matter uh but yeah i'll never forget <laughs> just like the look james gave me once i asked him, i was like who am i fighting he's just like you're fucking crazy man
4: <laughs> <laughs>
7: now now you're happy you got the bonus because
1: at the time you thought you had to build a fence for the week because you, you do a construction full-time yeah right? and you were gonna make a fence for somebody
7: yeah yeah i was gonna <laughs> uh
1: now did that person
7: get their fence yeah, I mean fences are good. Fences are good. <laughs> I'm not the only guy on the job, thankfully. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, now you also got COVID and didn't know it. I man, yeah, yeah, got COVID, didn't know it. Uh, that was a whole roller coaster ride of emotions. I got signed. I, I woke up. I woke up at 5:30 a.m. on the day of my the anniversary of my 13th year of fighting. Right. I had my first fight 13 years ago, and I get a call that I I get signed to the UFC. All my dreams have come true. Everything's great. I get on a plane, fly out there. Everything's great. The next morning, I get a call that I popped, and I feel great. Like I feel amazing. So, uh, I guess COVID just makes you feel spectacular, you know. And uh, <laughs> you're drunk. And, you I know, you and uh, um, yeah, man. They tell me. They tell me I can't fight, and then obviously it's just like. I just had the highest high. I just got my dream, and then I got it taken away There's the whole thing. But, uh, man, I kept a good perspective, and then that allowed me to be able to take full advantage of that opportunity. Sean McCorkle, any questions for the great Kevin Kroom? Yeah. Um, actually,
0: first I want to say I find it, man, It's uh, a lot of people, it's crazy. Some of the toughest guys I've ever trained with have records that we would usually preclude them from fighting in the UFC. Like they may be 8 and 12. But, like, one of my buddies' first fight was against Stefan Bonner, his second one against Diego Sanchez, like, end of his career. Like, they were just getting fed to guys. But i was just curious right. if Kevin has seen any of Brendan Schaub's comedy and what he
7: thinks about it. If he has. That's three. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I am a huge comedy nerd. I love stand-up. I watch stand-up all day long. All day. Right. That's what I do. And awesome. I've never watched any of his.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, even if you had, you still wouldn't have seen any comedy. So it works out.
1: Got <laughs> him. Got him. That's four. <laughs> no, don't, 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 the one thing he won't do. Uh, Greg Wilson, do you have any questions for the great Kevin Groom? No, man. But you know what? I know what it's like to
5: just sit there and think that you're on the precipice of having your dream come true, and then have it ripped out of your hands. And that is that that emotional roller coaster, man. It, oh. It's it's hard now for a few you,
7: years ago. I would have gone on a bender, you know what I mean? I would have kept it. I was gonna say,
5: Did you self
4: medicate? No, that? That's I did what it. I would have done.
7: This is like the first time in my life where I finally got like good coping mechanisms, and I'm actually doing really good, which I'm happy. That's great, man. Because, yeah, a few years really ago, easy. I would have climbed yeah. into a tree. Yeah, uh, wait, and wait, wait, that's, that's,
1: wait, wait. That's your bender is climbing trees with a with a bottle of jack daniels <laughs> I, I was
4: gonna say, <laughs> I, I, was
5: gonna I, say up, I
1: understood you i understood that that's where it wound up
5: and, and then i fall I understand out that like
4: that there's a journey of jack daniels problems. and
5: cocaine that leads you up
4: that tree.
7: yeah boy and you don't just start you. <laughs> yeah now you, train, now you train in albuquerque were you at greg jackson's i did i didn't train in albuquerque yeah i was at greg jackson's for a little bit yep how did that go uh, I mean, it's all right. I guess that's when I fought Justin Gaethje, so not the best. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so how did you end up from Jackson's over to uh, Missouri? So I grew up in Columbia, Missouri, which is a couple, couple hours away. Uh, I've known James uh, since my amateur career. Uh, I'm pretty sure he cornered against me in my first professional loss. <laughs> <Wow>. fucker <laughs> you know um, but uh, yeah I mean uh, I've known them forever and it just kind of kind of worked out coming back
4: are you you yeah, with James Krause then yeah
7: yeah, yeah Krause is awesome man
0: I was on a military or a trip for the troops with him man and uh, he was ready to kill me by the time we left he couldn't take me anymore because uh, I had a, I had the some officers a guy guarding a submarine believing that uh Zach, uh, G, Zach uh, not Jake and Zach um, Cummings Cummings that he was trying to smuggle cocks onto the uh, smuggle cocks on the submarine in his ass. I said he's probably got four or five in it right now. Like I just kept kept asking. How uh, was using my name as an all-purpose curse word. He was like, "Man, I feel like I got McCorkle last night." So yeah, it was pretty yeah. awesome. But yeah, I love James. He's a great dude, man. Yeah. You ever yeah. go to Deja
1: Vu the com- the club Deja Vu?
7: Yeah, I Deja have. I saw me? Hannibal Burst there.
1: Yeah, I I used to do comedy there. Hell yeah! I, I was on I've tour with. I was on tour with Theo there. That was crazy. I think I think uh. That was, uh, dude, they had, like, some of the hottest chicks I've ever seen because all the girls from Mizzou went there. It was the Stevens And then I used, to, I used to get BJs before the shows in the green room. Uh, right. and then I, I thought I, you said you never performed with Shop. I did. So I like, I
7: did. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> then I go, yeah.
1: then from the stage, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> it was a nightclub afterwards, right? Yeah, I, go, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. I go, if you like my show, don't buy girl. anything. Just if you're a girl right. and you're hot, just grab my balls. And the whole I've, night, girls just
7: grabbed my balls. It was like the fucking. I've seen the craziest things go down on the downstairs dance floor after a comedy show. Like oh. we're talking people in their sixties, just like getting loose on the floor. Yeah, that was
1: Zuck. me.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, <laughs> it,
1: it was. It was crazy. Those were some
5: good nights, man. Those hyenas funny- in Fort Worth used to be that way. They used to. They would actually. It was my favorite because not only would they turn into a dance club, they also would have karaoke in the front lounge, and I was like, "This has got all my favorites." <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: So, Kevin, man, I mean, I'm so happy for you because you're a guy that you've, you're like a, you were like kind of a journeyman guy and you were, you were a streak meet. You know, you, you won eight, at one point you went four and seven and 11 fights, but then you won seven in a row. You fought, what's his name? Uh, Felony,
7: Charles. crazy horse. What was that like? Oh, man, the dude was a fucking nut. Uh, And like, obviously, I've been a fan of like his craziness uh, since before I started fighting. So, like, he was one of the first people I heard about. So it took me like a few days to kind of like separate myself from being a fan of his to fighting him, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then just the whole time yeah, he was him, I couldn't have asked for a better thing. Like during the weigh-ins, he like got all close to me. It was just being weird. He was, he was talking to me during the fight. He basically coached me through beating him. Everything that James would say, he would like repeat it. Yeah, do this. It was nuts. Oh, and then wait. at one point, at one point, he told me what he was about to do and then because he told me I stopped him from doing it he was like I'm gonna roll you and then so I was like oh well thanks and then I, I, he didn't roll me because <laughs> he told me he was gonna roll me and I was like oh shit like I stopped it you know uh, <laughs> uh, <stop>. that's, that's <laughs> not great
5: fight strategy I like. I, it was wild and then I, afterwards, I feel like that's afterwards, low
7: afterwards, fight IQ that's what ooh. that feels like afterwards I like thanked him I was like man I like really respect you you know I, I'm a huge fan of this. Like, oh man, fuck that shit, and just walks out of the ring. <laughs> 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 hey,
4: Thank you for telling man, me what you were going to do.
5: With him on
0: Facebook, you don't know what you're missing, man. That dude, he puts uh Charles puts some funny. Like he'll he'll have some black people doing something. He'll post a video and he'll put like white people shake my head as if he's blaming white people for it. It's the funniest thing ever, man. That dude is always he's always got something going on
7: trolling people. He's funny. This motherfucker came out. He took like. 30 minutes to walk out and this motherfucker took his clothes off and folded his clothes at the, at the cage side. Like, like I'm talking like creased up, like the motherfucker brought an iron and fucking made sure everything was good. It was ridiculous. i have never just like ripped my clothes off. I'm ready to get in the ring. This motherfucker, like three piece folded it up, made sure the creases were good. It was wild, man. Guy is nuts. Crazy horse. Someone,
5: someone grew up in a group home. (laughs) Somebody needs. <laughs> to, like, he's, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm not. To. You're not stealing my shit while well, I'm mean, here. I'm wearing all of it to the ring. I'm folding yeah. it. I'm keeping an eye on it, and I'm putting it
1: back on. If I had, all the money, if I had like unlimited money, I would hire a documentary team and just follow him around during the day. Dude, like that would just be like the best show ever. Imagine like yeah. watching
7: Crazy Horse all week. I mean, you'd have to pay somebody to decipher it all for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can't understand that guy. He's nuts, dude oh my god oh my god the best part he's at weigh-ins right he's at weigh-ins and like i swear to god he has like three pairs of shorts on he's got like the boxers like the basketball shorts and then the shorts over the basketball shorts and then he's got uh, on flip-flops and like knee-high socks okay so he steps on the scale and he's like a pound and a half over and and the guy's like okay you're a pound and a half over he just he stays on the scale and he goes "I." I, I, what if I take my socks off? <laughs> <laughs> so you got four shorts on, you got four pairs of shorts on, you're going to take the socks off? Like, <laughs> dude's a fucking nut, man. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 what if I take my socks off?
4: <laughs> Dude,
1: he's a crazy horse. All right, I guy. want to have him back on the podcast. The last time we had him on, <laughs> he said some of the craziest, like, things that I, I like, I to, it was like it was i can't endorse what he was saying like how yeah, I, i'm sure i, I don't I'm even sure want to a give it one I, I, I don't even want to give it a platform like, he um, like i can only like,
7: imagine like a only
1: homosexual imagine. should die like stuff like that where i'm just like i can't oh yeah i can't, I'm not put out. I can't have this on my show you know i, I don't want to give this, this guy a, a voice based right. on you know and then because then because then people get mad at me They're like well you should have been harder i'm like the guy's name is felony <laughs> but, uh, like, I mean, he literally, he, he takes me from crazy horse to felony. I mean, you want me to fucking confront about, about like, yeah. like come on. Uh, Adam's you like, don't want talking about these
0: stuff, man. He's him. like, all right, what if I take off my socks, though? No, yeah, like,
1: this. and people got <laughs> mad at me. That's the Kate. best thing. I, mean, I, literally, I, I literally said I don't endorse any of this, right? Like I, like I said that, but that wasn't enough, you right. know. But, but, right, right. They're like, yeah, but you're still
5: letting him talk, and like, <laughs> yeah, they, somehow you become responsible for what he's saying.
1: I didn't give him a script. Like yeah. I, I didn't fucking tell him, hey, I want you to talk about how you want Holmes to die at thirty-two minutes. Like, he, like he would even say that. The guy's name is felony, and you already fucking confront him. Like, like come on. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
7: <I'm> good. <laughs>
1: Fucking, anyway, uh, but so Kevin, who do you want to fight next? Whoever,
7: man, like, um, honestly, I don't care. I, uh, I'd i like to get that Alex Caceres fight. That's who I was slated to fight. And then the whole COVID thing went down. Um, but honestly, I'd like to get a couple more fights in before that. He's getting paid good money. I'd like to make a little bit more money before that fight. But that that's a fight I am pushing for, man. That's a fight for the fans for sure. And I, at this point, whatever, man, I'll take anybody. Let me get these young kids off the contender series who, who you know, don't know much. I'll show them what a veteran's about, you know? <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Where can people follow you? Hell oh, yeah, man. Uh, Kevin Croom underscore UFC on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook, Kevin Croom. Yeah, hit me up. I love you right, right on. on. Thank you for coming, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for having me. a huge fan. Let's go. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Good luck, buddy. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Take care. All right. Right on. I like that guy. Man. I wish I was – I wish I had that guy's energy. Talk about impo-
1: – it's almost, like, impossible not to like that, 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 that human being. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy that – how do you not root for a guy who's 22 and 12 who finally made it to the big show and won in 30 seconds? Like, that's just a guy – like, that's the underdog story of the year right there, man. Well, that's legitimately the definition of being hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the, so and the American dream, man. Like, nothing was candid to that kid yeah I mean, the kid did it all, all himself like you know he he wasn't born into a fucking he wasn't born no offense to the gracie he wasn't born a gracie he, he 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 didn't have his dad as wasn't his wrestling coach he fucking did it all himself man and he and he uh good for him good for him I'll
0: tell you it reminds me a little bit of man his personality is cody mckenzie i don't know if you ever talked to cody but they're very similar man like just kind of out there you know what i mean but happy just happy to be there like cody's like i just like to fight man like i'm like oh, all right
1: Dude, yeah, he's yeah. so
5: wide-eyed. It's just like, whoa, this kid is sober.
1: Dude, uh, Jake, uh, <laughs> by the way, you know, Don Fry is just joining us now. I told him there 12, he is. I told him 12-15. Um, <laughs> so, Jake Ellenberger has a funny story about Cody McKenzie asking to come train with him in Vegas, and he didn't belong to a gym because he didn't want to pay gym memberships. This is when he was, yeah. already, he was already in the UFC, right? Right. <laughs> so then – so they just take boxing gloves and go in the front yard and spar of his house. <laughs> but now, like the neighbors are are like, like what the fuck is people? Are, they're like they're hard sparring in the front yard, and in this like suburban neighborhood.
0: Those uh, people got to show for free.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Don, Fry, not like that. But I mean, really,
5: they were ahead of the whole COVID thing. I mean, that's just being—they're just yeah. doomsday prepping at that
2: point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure.
1: All right, <laughs> 15. What happened?
2: Oh hell! I don't know. Shit! I, I bet my, my phone doesn't know how to keep time.
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Damn Chinese machines.
1: So Don, what did uh, yeah, exactly. Don? By the way, what did you think of? Uh, did you watch the fights last week?
2: Uh, no, I did not. Did not. Couldn't get
1: there. Don't worry about it. Uh, Congo lost. But it was a pretty close fight. Your boy Congo lost. Um, And then uh, it was uh, a Ben Rothwell lost. He was winning, but he just gassed. Rothwell just gassed. Um, Yeah. You
0: know, I got some – I accidentally got some drama started between (laughs) Tim Sylvia and Ben Rothwell. I was telling – I said something on there about Rothwell throwing 200 punches or 200 strikes the first round, and Sylvia said something back, and I said, yeah, our boy's looking good. And Sylvia's like, he's not my boy. And then uh, Ben Roethlis was like, dude, what's your problem? Like, what's your problem with me? And they started going back and forth. Together. I thought they were friends. Like, they introduced me to each other. So, I don't know. Wow. Well, Tim but, yeah, it got, it got weird on my Twitter.
1: Yeah, well, Tim, Tim Sylvia seems a little bit uh, uh, like you never really know where you're at with him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then, uh, by the way, so Corey Sanhagen won by spinning wheel kick against Marlon Maras. Um, Don, you ever throw a spinning wheel kick?
2: All the time. Yeah, all the time. Who do you think invented it, man?
4: Shit. I knew it was either him
2: or Steve One of the two. Now,
1: now, Don, I I was talking to Sean about –
2: Yeah, I learned in ballet.
1: I was talking to Sean about – I I learned
2: learned in ballet class. (laughs) In ballet class.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, but Don, it seems like uh, it's hard to defend the spinning wheel kick because – Guys aren't training and sparring because Sean said if you do that, you're, 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 you're a dick if you're throwing stuff like that. So then when it happens in the fights, people aren't prepared for it.
2: Right. right. I mean, it's, something comes out of left field, obviously.
1: So so what do you do to prepare for that? It's
2: like, it's like you telling a funny joke. You know, you're just not prepared for it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's up, people? The wait is finally over. Football is back. Look, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. I start off by wagering on win, Division and championship futures today. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook book experts. <laughs> but did you watch that one kick where the guy caught the guy's leg and the guy did like a. Yeah. I mean, what did you think of that? that was
2: beautiful. That was... I thought that was beautiful, man. That's a. Um... Distant second to a Don Fry highlight, you know, but that's that's right there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
5: that's still high praise. That's still high praise.
1: Do you want, do you guys want to go through some yeah. of Don Fry's, do You want to do you want to split screens with Don Fry's fights right now with Don Fry? <laughs> you, do, you 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 do, do you guys want to do that or no? Sure, sure. yeah, bring
5: them
0: up. I'll pull up. Right. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm down.
1: Okay, so Joe, look up uh, how good was Don Fry on YouTube.
3: Oh, the actual full video.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I play it. And let's have Don walk us through what he was thinking. Let's this have Don through what he was thinking during these fights. Don's
0: gonna, he's going to tell you like he told me. Also high right there. I don't have any idea what I
1: was thinking. I was like, oh, okay. We have two guys wearing Trump hats, by the way, during this.
3: I'm fight. wearing a I'm wearing a Fight Island hat. It looks like a Trump hat, but it's a right, Fight Island this
1: hat. Is, this is Don right here, uh, Don. Oh yeah. Ah, look at this man right here. I, I mean, you versus Tekiyama. Yeah. Look at that guy right there. Yeah. Damn! I mean, you're. I used to man. Now, you didn't even lift weights, did you, Don?
2: Uh, a little bit. Not a, a lot, of, a lot of, at that time. Um, no, I did lift weights at that time. Yeah, I was in. I had already
4: fought, like I said. You know, um, handful of fights. That, this is the,
1: first,
2: yeah, so this, this got, the first
1: guy you're fighting.
2: You know, over the pl- over
1: you, I mean, now you knocked this guy out in eight
2: seconds. No, it's a first. Was that yeah. DJ Khaled? He just it's beat up. The first out? UFC, but I. I. <laughs>
1: this is against Melvin Manhoof, who took you down, and then you t- and then he 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 tapped out the strikes right the first time.
4: Well,
2: that's Gary Goodrich, you racist.
1: Oh uh, yeah, right, Gary Goodrich, right, racist. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Right, 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 right. Sorry about that. Yeah, I was stupid. All right, so here you are. All right, uh, are, are they all this fast? This is just the, the the intro, right, Joe? This is like the this is the video.
3: I don't know. I think I, this is how the whole know, video is. It
1: doesn't go any. It tends to go slower.
3: No. It,
5: it, like the Rocky, the like... Apollo Creed shorts. Those are great.
1: Uh, okay. All right. Your Rocky shorts.
0: How ironic was it? Don was fighting somebody in American flag shorts. That's weird.
1: Now, Don, you didn't even wear a cup, right? That was just your natural package? That fucking... (laughs) Got it. Yeah, Yeah, that Coleman was the first guy he lost to. Coleman was the first guy that... You said you didn't take him that seriously? How come you took everyone else seriously but not Mark Coleman?
2: No, I didn't take... um, At that point, you know, I'd gotten real cocky. You know, I won eight and then nine... And nine was just a single fight format, you know, which they never brought back because it cost them a ton of money. And um, so then I, I eased off. I thought, hey, I'm gone. Fry. You know, you, you start reading your own press clippings, you know. Yeah. You start walking on water. You don't trainers. Um,
1: as- now, uh, Joe, pause it for a second. Now, how, how, how hurt were you against Tank Abbott? Uh, I wasn't hurt, um, but he was, knocking, he was knocking me silly, boy, I'll tell you that. Uh, he could hit. He, that boy could hit hard. I was impressed. What did he say to you before the fight?
2: Uh, fuck. I don't think he said anything to me before the fight or after the fight. You know, I don't right, think
4: so.
1: Keep going, Joe. Uh, right. Now, when Ken Shamrock ripped your foot off and you didn't tap, right? After that,
4: how, <laughs> yeah.
1: how, how? look at this guy right there. Now, How fucked up was your foot?
2: Oh, shit. You know, um, uh, me, the ex, and I, we usually flew from Tokyo to LA, you know, at home. But we went to Hawaii, uh, my ankles were swollen up on the size of my knees so you know I looked like I had Hillary Clinton
4: legs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah this is you versus Ken now, uh, now you wore wrestling shoes for that fight do you regret wearing wrestling shoes
2: no I don't I don't um, you know I, to me it seemed
4: like there's a little bit more play in your shoes, yeah, you know, as to being
2: uh, barefoot. But, excuse <clears> me, <throat> hell, I don't know. You know, I mean, Ken would be able to get get that heel hook on, you know, shit, if you greased it up like a pig.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: He knows, you know, he knows what the hell he's doing.
0: And then you hey, still John Don, how mad were you when Gilbert Iable tried to take both of your eyes out, like with his thumbs? Was that, uh, you're pretty pissed off, I guess, when that happened? That was as dirty as <laughs> a thing I've ever seen in a fight. <laughs> yeah. that was the dirtiest thing I've ever seen.
4: <laughs> you
2: know, oh, his hands just slipped, man. He wasn't trying to do no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, uh, men, it on purpose. that's why the woman's cornerman. Woman's tried telling us that. Um, now, how happy,
1: you, how happy were you? How happy you when you when tried to, tried to throw you at the end. That must have been a relief, right?
2: Oh, man, I was like, yeah, yeah, i tell you. I, that was such a hard, hard-ass fucking night, you know? When when he did that and I was able to move my hips, you know, get on top, I was so damn happy. I'm like, oh, my God, this will be over, I hope, you know?
4: <laughs> but, man,
2: I, I hit that guy with everything I had. I How hit much- that guy with everything I had plus more, you know? And then, He kept kept going. I was like, shit.
1: How much money did you get for that fight? Uh,
2: What? The uh, Takayama? Yeah. Just a normal fight. They they didn't even give us a fucking bonus, you know, for that fight. Uh, And, you know, Takayama, they should do that. Uh, They should. That fucking sucker. Kabara or whatever, you know, should fucking give him a check, you know. He should give Takiyama a check because he needs the money right now, obviously, you know. And shit, give it to his wife, fuck. I mean, he, that, that fight uh, made them a lot of money, and we didn't get a fucking penny for it, you know, outside of her ravage pay.
1: Oh, that's bullshit. Wow. The fucking Goodrich, this is the third Goodrich fight. Holy shit, he kicked you hard. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: Doped
1: up for that fucking fuck. Wait, how doped up were you for that fight?
2: Oh, my back
1: was really. So this guy, on. Pause, fight, Joe. Pause, Joe. Like, okay, you're fighting this guy. At, at what point are you just like, how the fuck did I get here? This is like that, like, <laughs> you know how, like, those, those movies, and you're like at the beginning, and like, you're probably wondering how I got here, right? What, 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 yeah. what show was, what show yeah, was that? Uh,
2: that was the day for That 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 statement came the day before at, at the press press conference.
1: I mean, you're looking at this guy. Uh, what was his Akibono, right?
2: Akibono, yeah.
1: I mean, what was your what was yeah. your game what was your game plan for this fight?
2: Game plan was um uh, wait for him to step, you know, kick his kick his feet and go around him. You know, and then come in behind. And uh, thing is, you know, you kick and kick. There's no one step around him. It's it's like a little short spread around <laughs> that guy. You
1: know? Yeah, it's uh,
5: like you're fighting the entire island of Hawaii. <laughs> uh,
1: Greg, Greg yeah. Fry, Greg Fry, what's your uh, what what were you thinking when you when you fought Akabono?
4: Oh, first thing I was thinking was.
6: God damn! I bet this guy knows where to get the best ice cream in town. That's what I was thinking. Oh, and, and then I was thinking, if hey, we get caught out in the cold, I'm gonna cut him open and sleep inside him. Like <laughs> <laughs> <don't
4: know>.
6: a <laughs> tauntaun. like a tauntaun. Yeah. Like a <laughs> You that guy? Like a goddamn tauntaun? Fuck That's what I'm gonna do. I mean, look Big at old you. motherfucker.
1: I mean, this is. Did you? I mean, if I was you, I'd be thinking how many wrong turns did I make to get to this point in my life? Like, like holy fuck! And you beat him. You fucking beat this guy. Uh, uh, press play, Joe. I mean, holy. <laughs> shit. I mean, but at guys, that time, that's where the sport was. You know, I mean, it was well, not made really. up
5: of circus fights like this.
1: Yeah, but this. I mean, and this guy was a, a really good sumo wrestler. Right? Wasn't he like the champ?
2: Yeah, yeah, he was um, uh, Yokozuno, you know, and they only had like sixty-seven of them in the ten-thousand-year history of sumo, you know.
1: Wow, wow, that's crazy. Then, then you beat this guy. They, who, who, who's, who's now? Who's this guy? Oh, I love it. Throw him out of the ring. And that over. guy would <laughs> shove me. In. Wait, who? Wait, who's this guy? that you're throwing out of the ring
2: where there's a guy right here Asian guy uh, oh my god His name.
1: Uh, he was trying to make out with you but
4: yeah
2: yeah uh, some idiot and that shit and then everybody wanted to start pressing their head against mine you know at the face off shit I agree was, the that hell out that of is intense
3: right uh, there uh Greg Fry
1: what were you thinking here I was
6: thinking, goddamn, he's got a soft skin. A fucking, I can't wait to rip it off his fucking body and deep fry it and serve it up like pork rind. Uh,
3: <laughs> he's trying to absorb that mustache power. Wait, is that what
1: happened? He was trying to take your mustache power? That's probably what happened. He, I mean, I mean, yeah. God. Don, you've never kissed a guy before, right? No. No, I mean not even your dad, right? Your never. I never gave you a kiss.
2: <laughs> My dad and I would shake hands, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> even as a baby.
2: That's it, man. That's how I learned. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the toughest motherfucker ever. His dad would shake hands with him. You came out of the womb, your dad shook your hand.
2: Did my old first, he slammed me upside the head. You know, for, for. I was two weeks late and he didn't appreciate it. You know, so. and here's Josh Thompson. He tried to kiss you too.
1: Uh, not Josh Thompson. Uh, what's, uh, what's his name? All right, all right, all right, Ween, we're good. We're good.
3: like looking at old World War II footage.
1: Holy shit, Don. You've been through some wars, man. (laughs) Fuck. I mean, nothing but respect for you, man. MMA would not be where it is, Uh, if not for guys like you. If not for you. I had a
2: run good luck. You know, I did. I had a a run of good luck. And then uh, at one point, my luck turned bad. And uh, shit. Uh, But now, uh, the other night, Quinn and I went out for dinner and um, lost my wheelchair somewhere. It fell out of the back of my truck, so now I'm I'm forced to walk. I can't get I can't be lazy and use the wheelchair.
1: Your wheelchair <laughs> fell out of your truck?
2: Yeah, yeah, it fell out <laughs> on the way home. <laughs>
5: somewhere there's someone else who has a very different story of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. His
3: wheelchair like came crashing through my windshield.
5: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> what happened? I was just
1: driving in this wheelchair.
0: Don's wheelchair puts someone in a wheelchair. <laughs> like,
1: exactly. Oh, oh man. Uh, I'm not sure I really understand uh, what happened here, but uh, all right. So this Thursday night in Bellator, Chris Cyborg is fighting Arlene Blencal, uh who's 13 and 7. I don't know. I don't oh. think this fight's going to be very competitive. I, I, I hate to say it. I don't really know Arlene. I don't know much about Arlene. She's from Australia. He beat Leslie Smith in her last fight, beat Amanda Bell, beat Andrew Leibniz. Okay, she's had a three-fight winning streak, but lost to Julia Budd um, by split decision uh, twice. And lost to Marlies Conan back in the day. But Cyborgs is a different beast. I mean, Chris, I mean, even though she's a little older than she was, I still don't see anyone except for Amanda Nunez beating her. Don Fry.
4: I go with Cyborg.
2: I think she's you know hell of an athlete, great fighter. Um, she's still going to dominate the sport for a couple more years. You know she's she's just tougher than nails.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg Weendog uh McCorkle. Has and she couple Hasn't she? Has
5: cyborg. She's fought in the UFC, hasn't she? she she's in Bellator. Uh, yeah, when did she wind up in Bellator? When did that happen? She they left released about her. like
1: uh, six months ago, eight months ago. They released her? They released her. Yeah.
4: yeah. That's
0: weird, man. I, I wonder I know if I'm Cyborg looking. even knows she's fighting this Thursday. Like, I, I don't <laughs> you know if the fighters don't find out till the day i Am What's going on? I got, a,
1: I got a message on Twitter from Chris Cyborg, who, whoever's running her Twitter account, telling me to watch her fight this Thursday.
0: I so, have not even heard of her. Do you want know, two days? I didn't know she was fighting. No idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, also, uh, Patricia, what what, and what AM
5: radio station is going to be broadcasting (laughs) (laughs) it?
1: Also, Patriki, uh, Pitbull is part of the he's on the car, too. Uh, Ricky Bandejas, who, um, he's the guy that knocked out the other guy from Ireland. Um, what's his name? The guy that like is pretty good,
3: uh, James Gallagher.
1: Yeah, he beat James Gallagher, but he's lost three of his last four. I was going to say, Gallagher's nothing, dude. Yeah. Oh, he's good. He's good. He lost to one guy, the, the Bandejas. He, he's not Conor McGregor, but... <laughs> no, he's not. He goes walking around like he's Conor McGregor, then gets knocked the fuck out. So. Uh, he's fighting Leandro Higo. Should be a good fight. My bad, my man, Saad Awad, uh, who's also really good at fighting on this card. Also, Kyle Kutchmer, who I think is like a national champion. He's buried. He's 6-0 he's a guy Oklahoma state wrestler really good he's he's on this card that guy tall steve that we had on the podcast he's on the five seven and oh and so there's a bunch of good uh, and this guy mike kimball is the best three and two fighter you'll ever see
3: well dude yeah, look at this, this curtis millender curtis millender is fighting joe Schilling. that's yeah, that, crazy dude no, that
1: got scrapped. really yeah the commission wouldn't wouldn't allow it but they didn't say why oh that sucks yeah, that that makes. No looks impact. like it's
5: actually going to be a pretty good card. Again, how would anyone see this? Where is this going to be? It's going to be
1: on CBS Sports Network. Oh, okay. Well, at least I've got that one. Uh, but the big one um, is, or uh, Ar- actually, this Saturday, Ortega versus the Korean Zombie. Dude. Uh, that's this Saturday. It's going to be a good fight. They hate each other. I know that Ortega, the Korean Zombie, uh, his buddy is a, a Korean rapper who got into a fight with Ortega, um, not Sai, a, a different Korean rapper.
4: His
3: name is Jay Park. Um,
1: Jay Park. Yeah. And, uh, they, they had some beef. It's going to be a good fight. Korean Zombie is one of these guys that hits ha- a lot harder than you think he does. But Ortega, will he come back from the beating he took from, uh, who was it? Uh, Max Holloway. Max Holloway. Um,
3: and that was two years ago, too. That was in 2018.
1: two years. I think he dated Halle Berry for that, too. Which that could take anyone's uh, time away from the sport.
3: Now, yeah, Don Fry, who
1: wins, the Korean Zombie or Brian Ortega?
2: Oh fuck! I'm going with Brian Ortega. <laughs> yeah. Did you say he was dating Haley Berry?
1: I think he was. The word, word on the street, he was for a second. Yeah, Halle Berry oh, made a she made, she, made, she made a movie about MMA. So she got really into her role and was going to fights and training and yada, yada. And I, I, I heard she was dating Ortega. I can't confirm it, but that's what I heard. So. Uh,
2: How do you yeah. get to be that lucky? What?
5: Yeah.
1: Oh, come so on. You, you gotta know what that is. That's lucky right there. Come you on. You've hooked up with some, uh, some hot women in your life. No? no?
2: Nothing like Hailey Berry. <laughs> Nothing like Hailey Berry, boy. What yeah. what, about,
1: what about more like yeah. Chuck Berry? uh so, yeah uh McCorkle Who is was yeah, just Korean zombie or Ortega I think uh I think
0: Ortega man and I think he's gonna dominate it I, he's like almost a two-to-one betting underdog which is shocking to me uh Ortega's looked amazing in every fight except against Max Holloway and even I mean he got beat up in that fight but he showed heart unlike him I've ever seen man like, well other than Don Fry, obviously but um, he um, took a beating, man, like, and uh, stayed in there. So, uh, I think Ortega is underrated right now just because that loss. But I think he'll win, and uh, I think he'll finish him. Don, in any of your fights,
1: did you ever tap out?
4: Yeah, I did.
1: What fight? Against who? Yeah, well,
2: we don't want to talk about it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but... I can't picture you. I I'm a mean... Against Sean McCorkle, got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what about you, uh, McCorkle? You ever tap? Man, I didn't up until I fought.
0: When I fought in Japan, I got poked in the eye by a Satoshi Ishii, unintentionally, really, really bad, and uh, he was breaking my arm. He was a judo two-time judo gold medalist, and I couldn't see and felt my arm breaking at the same time. And if I wasn't in Japan, I probably would have still tried to get out of it. But I was like, man, I'm already. they had already sniffed me on my pay, short of be ten grand. Um, before the fight, they said, oh, no, we'll send the rest later. I was like, no, no, I was supposed to get paid 30 grand. I took this fight on literally 30 hours notice. I was 30 hours from when they contacted me, I was in the ring fighting in Japan, you know. So my, I, <sighs> I went straight to the airport, got on the plane, went over, supposed to pay me 30 grand, and they give me um, 20. And I'm like, no, no, it was 30. And then also they don't speak English. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, it was 30. And they said, oh, later, later, later. And so yeah. they already weren't paying me. They told me before the fight, if I got hurt, they weren't paying the medical bill. They told me they're not paying the medical bill. Uh, if you get hurt, you had to sign something, a waiver, and I'm like, so if I get hurt, I'm on my own, so that what? was hurt me 10, he poked me in the eye, I couldn't see, I felt my arm break, and I was like, I don't need to lose an eye, and have my arm broken in a fight, so I tapped, that was the time, I and it, it killed me, Man, I felt, I felt like, it was so dumb, because I guess I wasn't high enough, no, um, I should have, uh, I, I definitely should have tapped there, but I just couldn't, it was the first time, I, I I can't even
1: tap in practice without feeling terrible, let alone,
0: you know, like in a fight, but I just felt, uh, like the biggest quitter that ever lived, even though there was no way out. So,
1: crazy is that yeah. Ichi was a two time gold medalist in judo, and you took him on 30 days, no, 30 hours' notice. So, you had yeah. to train at all for I guess,
0: no, for a I had not trained for over a year at that point. But, uh, Monty Cox, my agent, called me, said they'll pay 30 grand. And I was actually, my girlfriend was in Seattle at the time, I was out in Seattle, I live in Indianapolis, I was in Seattle, had just gotten out there to see her, and they called me, and I was like, Do you want to go to Japan? Have you got a passport? She was like, Yes, yeah, so we go to Japan, I can make 30 grand. But I got a fight in 30 hours, and she was all for it. So we got on a plane and went. And, um, yeah, then I got there, and they shorted me 10000 Never did pay me my money. Uh, shorted me 10000 on it. And uh, then I, uh, I thought I lost my eye. I still have to this day have double vision. I have my left eye. If I look up, I get double vision from getting poked in the eye. They wouldn't pay for anything. They wouldn't. Uh, they, after, after I got poked, I told my new to go to the hospital or something with my eye. And they kept saying, you go, you pay. And I was like, no, no, you guys got to pay for it. They kept saying no. And then they had a guy come look. I swear, a guy come look. He leans over, looks in my eye. supposed to be the doctor. He goes, ah, it's okay. Like that was oh, his diagnosis. Yes. See, no flashlight, no finger test, no nothing. And then Bob sat, poured me a handful of pain pills and uh, like out of a bottle. And then I ended up at uh, the guy, you know, the guy who fought Muhammad Ali in the first mixed martial arts bout, the wrestler. Uh,
1: yeah. An O.E. or something?
0: Yeah, Anoki. It was his fighting federation. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, I took five Percocet, and then they wanted me to start doing sake shots or whatever they drink. over there. Before I know it, I stumbled to the stage of Inoki's birthday party and gave some kind of toast or speech in English. They all spoke Japanese. Everyone was just staring at me. Like, and I was like, and I'll tell you, this guy was my hero. Like, isn't that? Like, saying all this other stuff. And I stumbled and fell down, like, going off the stage. I fell to the ground or whatever. It was
1: bad news, man. Uh, so. uh, Greg Sapp, why did you give him the pain pills? Well, I mean, come on. (laughs) That's just, it's just party time now.
6: I mean, you know, if you're going to have double vision in one eye, (laughs) you might as well have it in both. That's the way Bob Sapp does it.
1: (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) Now, Greg Sapp. Sounded like Andy Griffith. Greg, (laughs) Greg Sapp, were you surprised he tapped?
6: Oh, man, I couldn't believe it. But, hey. That's just the way it goes over there. It's a cheaper tap. You can tap twice over there for the same price as tapping over here.
0: That sounds like somebody. I can't remember who, but it's not Bob Sapp. It sounds just like somebody, though.
2: (laughs) 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 That's that gay gay barber Floyd from Andy Griffith.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. Oh, man. Also on this card uh, this Saturday, uh, Jessica Jessica Andrade, <laughs> who's a, a beast, is fighting Caitlyn Kagan. I love Caitlyn. this is the best fight on, the, on this card. Well, this girl, Andrade, is a monster. I love Caitlin. She, she always grunts when she throws a punch. She goes, oh, oh. I guess it's a, it's a karate thing. But I think it affects the judges because she wins all the close ones. Um, <laughs> uh, Bob, did you ever grunt uh, before you, you, you threw a punch? Oh, wow. <laughs> on the toilet. Uh, what about oh, Don? You did it on the uh, toilet.
2: Yeah, on the toilet. Yeah.
4: Oh, he's uh,
1: Also uh, on this card, uh, uh, Thomas Almeida. It's a guy we haven't heard for a while. Is fighting Jonathan Martinez, uh, and then a lot of guys I have never heard of. Um, uh, honestly, like most of them, I haven't. I, I heard I Jonathan James Krause is fighting uh, Claudio Silva. Uh, love Kraus. Um, and then Jillian Robertson's fighting Paulina Botello. And I'm just looking through this card. I mean, do you recognize these names, Joe?
3: Uh, a few of them. I think it's actually going to be a good card, dude. I love the main event. And a couple fights that stand out is definitely Jessica Andrade, Kaylin Jukagian. I think Andrade gets, gets it done in that fight. Jillian Robertson, she's pretty hot. I like her.
5: Yeah. But wait a minute, isn't Andrade lost, like,
1: her last two fights? Or two out of three? She
3: yeah, she's done? lost her last two fights yeah, to Rose like,
1: Namajunas. She like Rose and Whaley uh, Zhang. And Weili Zhang to the champ and to Rose. She's, I,
5: I'm just saying, I mean, I, I, I like Chukagian because I, she's, I think Chukagian, I think she's on a, w- she's won her last couple of fights. I, I, and Andraj seems to be on a losing streak. I, I don't know. I like Chukagian this way.
1: The big step up, though. But she, but she doesn't get hurt that much, Caitlin. She never really gets hurt. Uh, but the next week, that's Khabib versus Gaethje. That's, that's the, the big one. That's the big one. Uh, that's the one. I, I feel
5: like they threw up all these other names almost to make the next one even bigger. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, right. You didn't know that, but this week, oh, you want to pay sixty nine dollars for this?
1: By the way, Phil Baroni called out Chemaev on Twitter. Um, Who did? Phil Baroni oh
0: yeah uh, that'll, that'll happen i'm
1: not really sure if that's gonna happen uh i support it though uh and and then in bare knuckle boxing over the weekend joey beltran got the win as well as dave the caveman rickles nice you know i would just like to point out
5: that if you didn't say that on this podcast no one would know <laughs> <laughs> You are single-handedly keeping
1: bare knuckle alive. A lot of people like the the executioner one, fucking Joey Beltran, the executioner one.
4: As I like well, the nickname,
1: as well as Dave the Caveman Rickles. You know who Dave the Caveman Rickles is? I love Rickles. Listen, I love Rickles. I'm glad he found somewhere to go.
7: So who? I'm are we trying
0: to it? figure out whose money they're wasting the spare, not wasting, but whose money they're blowing on the spare knuckle man. Because I heard what they're paying some of these guys is insane, man. Like, I mean, I got an offer through someone else. They said they. They would uh, give me a hundred grand if I went to bare knuckle box somebody or whatever, like a hundred and up. And I was like, man, I don't, I don't believe that number. But um, if they're offering me a hundred grand, I can only imagine what they're offering guys that are actually famous and can fight.
1: Paige Van Zant got a million dollars or something, or a couple million. That's what I'm
0: saying. Who's, whose money are they spending, man? They got to be getting it from somebody.
1: I don't know. Don, are you thinking about going to bare knuckle boxing?
2: Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm getting sized up for a skirt right now. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait,
1: what, wait! Why are you wearing a skirt? Right, wearing... I think he wants
0: to fight Page Van Zandt. Is that what he's saying? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I like to
2: fight Page I want
1: to look as good as her. All right, all right, all right. By the oh, way, you how... do, buddy, you do. By the way, how did it go? Oh, the weekend you were taking yeah. off the shoes of the horses or something. Wasn't he taking the shoes off the horses last week?
3: Yeah, changing the horseshoes.
2: How did that go? Uh, my daughter didn't come down. What You know, what did happen is I got invited invited to go beat Robert O'Neill. You know, um, there's four restaurants here called Trident Restaurant, and they're former Navy, Navy SEALs own these restaurants. And so they had Robert O'Neill come in for a book signing, you know, and, and like a meet and greet, and I got invited down to it. And he, he's the guy who kept um, Osama Bin Laden.
4: Yeah. So, oh, it
5: was
2: so shit. fucking neat to meet. Yeah, meet that guy and some other seals and some Marines. Man, they treated me like I, I was somebody. They were so they were so cool. You know, these well, you these are, guys some, are,
4: well, you are, are fucking
2: <laughs> are the.
0: The seals were just excited to meet someone more
2: manly than hurt. they are.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
5: No shit. They wanted. <laughs> they wanted to smell your dick. <laughs> Wait. What?
1: <laughs> uh, that, that took a weird turn. Uh, Greg, are we picking Gaethje yeah. or Khabib? Oh, Khabib all day. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, Don Fry.
2: I'll go with um with the Russian. I think he's just rolling hot. He's so fucking hot. It's incredible.
3: Wee dog. I think Khabib defeats Justin Gaethje, and I think he finishes his career off by fighting GSP. And sails off into the sunset. Uh,
5: do you really think GSP is gonna would show? Would, I mean, is that a real thing? He said he might.
3: <laughs> it's in the cards.
5: Uh,
0: oh, I oh. Say, I think GSP should stay out of the cards. Don, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna actually believe it or not. Khabib is my favorite fighter, and I think Gaethje's gonna beat him, man. Um, I think I think uh, Khabib's a better wrestler than him, but I don't think he's good enough to keep him down, like hold him down, keep him down. And I think standing up, they're going to trade. And I just have a feeling I'll probably lose a bunch of money off, but I have a feeling she's going to knock him out, man. It's – uh, I don't know why. It was just a feeling. I think Khabib's a better fighter, but she uh, gets Ferguson looked unbeatable, man. So, take down, if he can <laughs> take him down, he'll beat him up standing up. So,
5: Well, and that's what it's about. I mean, that's the thing. Can he keep – can he stay on his feet? I mean, Khabib is – it's not what he's known to let guys do you know especially guys who are incredible but but you i i'm with you listen if anybody's going to knock khabib out ever it's going to be gaethje and it's going to be in this fight i mean that guy has the heaviest hands i've ever seen in the in mma and i mean impressed the fuck out the way he beat the shit out of tony ferguson was unbelievable but i don't think
0: i i don't think khabib lets him do that he's such a he's such a good i mean khabib's on another level wrestling wise but um I think I think Gaethje might be good enough wrestler to keep from being kept down, man. Like uh, we, really all, we all have
1: to. Be, I mean, a, lot, a big factor also is is AKA open right now, and who's could be training with? Is he still in Russia? Like that, that's another thing. I mean, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> nobody's seen him in what a year. Or so that's a big factor. Uh, also, the Vanilla Gorilla, Jared, yeah. is taking on Robert Whittaker. That's a good fight. Uh, I think Whittaker wins, but. The vanilla gorilla is really good.
3: The kill, the killer gorilla. Oh, it's the, it's I was the gonna say, vanilla?
1: I don't
5: think he's the vanilla gorilla. I <laughs> think he's very. I think he's very much not. Oh, I, I
1: thought, the the thought was, I was trying to figure out why he was vanilla. I, was I thought maybe he was being ironic, uh, or he just like white chicks. All right. So also, Walt Harris is taking on Alexander Volkov. I want Walt Harris to win so bad. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he wins this. Uh, guys, chime in if you want.
3: So, I mean, it was sad watching him lose his last fight, you know, given the circumstances that he's under. So I'm really pulling for him. And we know we saw Alexander Volkov get knocked out by the Black Beast. So, you know, who knows you what sure happened. it's not the Vanilla Beast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, also, Cynthia Cavillo, who we've had on the podcast. She's awesome. Yep. She's a girl, Don Fry. Her boyfriend cheated on her. She went to the gym to lose weight. And now she's ranked, like, third in the world. Uh, Number two, they got her here. Mexicans are just tougher people. Uh, she's fighting Lauren Murphy, uh, a, girl who, a girl who was a heroin addict back till she was, like, 20-something. Her father passed away. From a, from a, he was a pilot. She, she went crazy. She, quit. she lost custody of her kid, took her daughter to a jiu-jitsu class. Finally, th- then she started getting into it, and now she's ranked, like, three in the world. Another, uh, and off drugs, and just awesome. Both of you girls have amazing stories. Uh, this is going to be a good fight, uh, both friends of the show. Greg, who do we like in this fight? I like Cavillo in this one, just because, you know, I, I, I don't know. It could go
5: either way, to be perfectly honest. And, and, but I like Cavillo in this one, just because she's prettier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Greg on that one, because I've never heard of the other girl. So.
5: All
1: right. Uh, also, Laura
5: Burby's tough as nails, but she, 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 you can see,
1: you know, it's the mileage. She can see, you can see the mileage. Oh, whatever. Who cares? She
3: beat about? Roxanne. She would beat Andrea Lee. She beat some significant people. She's
1: real, she, yeah,
3: she's really good. No, I'm not saying that. I, I'm saying just,
1: you know, I, again, uh-huh. I told you. It's I, I don't agree with that. All right, so Ma, Magomedov-Ankalev. She's beautiful by way. Against Ian Kutalaba. What happened to Kutalaba? Wasn't he like the next big thing for a while?
3: Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he dresses up as the Incredible Hulk for the weigh-ins. And these guys, they had a fight. And remember, it was like a weird stoppage. Oh, yeah. It looked like Ayan Kutalaba was like doing like a fake like, like rope-a-dope thing. And then the ref just called it off. And they are both like still standing.
1: Right.
5: So this
3: is finally the rematch that is going to happen. Okay. So, good.
1: Nice. Good backstory. I like it. Thank and you. St- and, and a guy that you know, Stefan Struve. Uh, yes, yeah, sweet, sweet Struve. Is fighting Tai Tuivasa. That's going to be a good fight. Uh, McCorkle, the heavyweight, who wins this fight?
0: Uh, I'm going to always go with Struve because anybody Struve beats makes me look a little bit better, right, if he loses it. <laughs> so, somebody uh, somebody figured out one day, like, I'm the lineal champion, like, you somehow because I beat Mark Hunt, who beat someone else, who beat someone else, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I, always re- I was rooting for Mark Hunt in every fight except my fight with him, and he won six in a row after I beat him. And then uh, I told him on Twitter, because I was always a huge fan, I told him, I said, dude, I've been re- really excited about your uh, – six fight win streak that's cool man congratulations he goes it'd have been seven if you hadn't beat me a prick or whatever oh, like that and i was like cool like i was, still can't be friends with you i keep trying to be friends and he has no interest at all so
1: i think he was You the not guy that was just being nice
0: no, no i mean he was probably joking but he uh after the fight i apologized to him because i broke his arm and i felt terrible man because i know that's. i mean when a guy's making his living like hey you don't want to end somebody's career and i went up to him after the locker room, i said dude i am so sorry you what know, I mean or whatever about your arm whatever he goes yep cool and i was like no, real like now. Really, really sorry. Like if I like I felt like if I was going to get submission, I was going to split it with him or something so he could pay to fix his arm or whatever. But uh, he was he was having nothing to do with me. I tried to talk to him like two or three other times. I think he was so sure he was going to win that the shock made it impossible for him to accept the uh, accept the loss. I don't. Yeah, know, that's so. right. So
1: you beat Mark Hunt, who beat Stephen Struve, who beat uh, who beat the champion, who
0: beat yeah, the, who the beat Stephen. So yeah, yeah, more or less, I'm the champion. I think so six more
5: degrees more good. of having a belt.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, could, wait, Don yeah. Fry, probably. You're probably still the. You're probably still the champion somehow, right? I mean, Don Fry, beat. i uh, got to think. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. Don Fry actually was the
1: champion though. So that's the difference. He actually, that's a good point. He All right. was uh, the also, Sam Alvey is fighting Daeun Jung. Sam Alvey was like the happiest guy ever. Remember? But now he's yeah. becoming like evil. Sam Alvey. He's like cursing and like you get, like he's he's getting fucked over now. He's like he's went from a baby face to a heel, uh, right. the wrestlers uh, call it. Um, and then right. Casey Ketty, who looked great in his last fight. He's fighting Nathaniel Wood, who's also a good fighter. Umar Nurmagomedov, Nurmagomedov I guess Khabib's cousin. He's in the uh, UFC now. He's 11-0. How good is his family? I mean, what, what's like – I love the way that
5: every single male from the region looks <laughs> like Khabib. <laughs>
4: Yes. <laughs> they've they all got chin the same strap hair, beard.
5: the same beard, but also the same face.
0: It's almost it's like they've like, like inbreeding at some point along the way. I don't know. Very valuable
1: inbreeding. Have you ever trained over in Russia, Don?
2: With the females, yeah, I trained with the uh, the uh, women's <laughs> gymnastics team.
1: <laughs> That's really creepy. We're not even going to go there. Uh, I wonder what Greg Fry thinks about
0: Russia in general.
1: Yeah, yeah, Greg Fry, what do you think about Russians?
0: Russians, listen, they got hot ladies and cold
4: vodka.
6: I like me some Russians. Like. You give me that cold vodka, them hot ladies, and I'll fuck the whole country. So, Greg,
1: how, Greg Fry, how old were you when you lost your virginity?
6: I lost my virginity when I was minus three weeks old.
1: <laughs> wow.
6: <laughs> Not a lot of people know this. I climbed out of the womb. I found this other little girl, and we did a thing, and I'm back in the room. And three weeks later, I was born a man. Wow. I
1: already had a mustache. That is amazing. That I can't. I've never heard of that. Crawling out of the womb, fucking, and then coming back in, men <laughs> being born with a mustache. Well, it was more about the umbilical
6: cord. I only could go so far.
1: Wow. <laughs> and how How old was the girl that you fucked?
6: Twenty-eight.
1: <laughs>
4: wow. But heard, she wanted uh, it. She wanted it.
1: She kept
0: rubbing me through the belly. She kept fucking tickling it up. I gave her what she wanted. Of course. Of I course. heard before Don was born, they were doing the ultrasound. They looked in. They said, "Congratulations, you have a boy." They're like, "Oh, can you see his penis?" He's like, "No, he's got a mustache."
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Don Fry's penis has a mustache. That's how <laughs> That's that's how manly it is. It has its own mustache. Now, I was thinking Don, earlier
4: when Don
0: said he was on the toilet. I was thinking, I bet his turds come out like wolf, like wolf turds. like you do. they got like hair
1: in them from fresh game and he, bones he, without without skinning. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> now, Don, did you go to the Trump rally in Florida yesterday?
2: No, I missed that one in Florida. I told you, I was over here meet, meeting the guy who, who killed Bin Laden. So. You, you know, go. I've uh, uh, got the better, t- I love Trump, but goddamn, you got to meet uh, anybody who whacked that piece of shit for us, man. You got you gotta
5: to go. Go. Stand,
2: stand up for the man.
1: Of course. USA! USA! I, I love this. Of course, of course. Hey, listen, man, look, yeah, man. absolutely. Um, so, are you, now, is Trump coming to Arizona?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I hope so. Shit, um,
4: like he won't return my phone
2: calls. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, Greg, what do you have coming up? Well, <laughs> uh, sorry, go ahead, Don.
2: I just say he's pissed because Melania keeps calling me at three o'clock in the morning. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just.
1: I mean, why wouldn't she? It's Of course. She was one of the girls. <laughs> Call you
7: up. She was
5: the Don Fry. Don Fry, you are the number one man.
1: She was captain of the gymnastics team back in the day when you went over there to the train. Uh, no, 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 Don, now, Don, uh, Greg, what do you have coming up? Oh Well, for me, listen, guys, uh, I did uh, finally
5: today release the first part of the documentary I did about my sister. It's called The Girl Who Died Three Times. Uh, I'm releasing it in parts uh, every Tuesday. And it's all about her experiences with the afterlife and dealing with demonic possessions and spirits and seeing ghosts and all kinds of crazy stuff. And also, it is to promote her GoFundMe because she doesn't need a kidney transplant. And uh, so, uh, so we've started to go for her, and it's tied to the, you know the whole uh, documentary release. So just, uh, you can either you can see it on my pages, uh, on Facebook or on Instagram, at Greg Romero Wilson, uh, or on YouTube, uh, or on Twitter at the Greg Wilson. Uh, so you can look it up there or just search "The Girl who Died three times." and you can find that on YouTube, you can find it on Instagram, you can find it on all the major socials. So that's uh, that's the project I just launched today, and we uh, certainly would appreciate your support. Wow. Good for uh, you. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. that's
1: awesome. Uh, Don, what do you have coming up? Anything?
2: Uh, yeah, shit, shit. But I'm not going to tell you because I don't <laughs> want you to know.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want Melania tracking him. <laughs>
3: Don,
1: Don, you, Don, you make my whole week, man. Uh, we This show makes my whole week. We, Doug, what do you got?
3: go subscribe to The Joe Press Show on YouTube, and that's it.
0: Uh, McCorkle. I've actually got a documentary myself I'm uh, releasing. It's about... Uh, Here we go. Guess who? It's about Brendan Schaub. It's called uh, The Comedian <laughs> Who Killed <laughs> Zero <laughs> Times. So, <laughs> it, uh, it will go along really well with the documentary. The comic so, who dies uh, every night. The
1: comic uh, who dies yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: That's six! We
5: got in a clean, a uh, nice half dozen.
0: Well in he there, when he came to Indianapolis, someone called in a bomb threat to the to the comedy club he was performing at, like that they legit did, and they were saying it's because he was going to bomb, and the people didn't get it, and they called the cops and oh had to come out god. with a dog and search, and it was so funny. So, oh my god! Uh, I'm not going to say I had something seven. to do with that, but I'm not going to say I didn't either. So,
1: so, <laughs> so fr- all right. So Friday, uh, yeah. right before you, Friday, October 23rd. I'm doing a live show from a club, uh, from Flappers, and you could stream it. You could uh, you could buy a ticket. It's only ten bucks. I'm, I'm doing an hour set to get ready for my hour. Uh, so I'll be posting. it. Follow me at Adam Comedian on Instagram and Twitter. Um, so yeah, so uh, just, that's what I'll be doing. Uh, thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. And uh, have a great week.
0: See you guys. Take care, guys. See ya.
7: Tá, eu estou tão todo esto, por da yeah,